Good morning. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream applause. My name is Graham Dave, and I don't talk like this all the time. Although I do when I start the stream. It tends to be a thing that I just kind of fall into. But anyway, my name is Graham Dave, and this is the man that we call Baby. And Hello. you, and you are, well, well, you are you. Welcome. Introduce yourself. We don't know who you are. Feel free to drop your name in the chat or just, just, just words because then your name comes alongside it. We know who you are and that's, that's what we want you to do. Just like Chucky Boy has. Chucky B, what a guy, what a guy. Got that VIP badge next to his name. Um, good morning, Chucky. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone else. Morning, Bib. How's things? Yeah, good, man. I'm good. How about you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad, mate. Freshly trimmed haircut. Danielle, give me a... Uh, a nice touch up yesterday, and she cut my hair as well. <laughs> uh, so yeah, look it, looking all right, feeling better. Got less weight on the head. Turn me head to the side. It's not a doom as the uh, the big bunny uh, dragged me over. But anyway, anyway, how are we all doing today? What you can't see it. She's not giving you a shot back a ball, does she? Fadeage, not a bad fade, not a bad fade. Do you know what? She can, <laughs> she can, she can try again. She can try again. Uh, she's babe. Wish me shit. Uh, save me, save me some pennies, and save me the potential of Corona breathing in the face and stuff because going outside the world and that. But anyway, how is everyone doing? If you're in the chat, please feel free to get involved. Drop in uh, a message just now, just say hello if you want, or drop in messages as we go. And we want you to do that because this is the scoop. We are ice cream uploads, and in true ice creamy fashion, this is the scoop. Your daily dose of news from the world of video games and beyond. And some may say the UK's number one video game podcast my name is graham this is babe and we are the people that say that but still anyway feel free to get involved as we are going to give you our thoughts and impressions on the biggest the best and the breaking stories in the world of video games across the next so and we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions we want a debate a discussion a back and forth and it's partly you do because we are live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads um went live just about 10 ish <laughs> 11's close to 10 so 10 ish mm -hmm. uh so yeah we are live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads where we go live each and every single week there at 10 a.m ish um and it's important that you do give us your thoughts and impressions because we turn this live stream into a podcast a video that goes up on youtube and an audio podcast that goes on itunes spotify soundcloud and google play so make sure you get involved in the chat um did you get up to yesterday babe more golf i see you've got your uh, pga 2k hat on yeah uh did i yes i played a couple of rounds in beans's society and then i played one round in Paul's 2707 Society, the bastards handicapped me. Um, so I've actually had shots put onto my score rather than it being taken off. Uh, it's it's because I'm the best player in this club. I've had a look at the rest of the handicaps. I'm, I'm actually the best player in this club. So they want to try and take points off me, which they did. Um, so I finished one over and then had nine shots put on top of me. So I ended up finishing like 10 over yesterday, bastard. Um but yeah, I, did, uh, that's, I didn't play much yesterday, if I'm being honest. I, uh, I actually spent more time watching TV with the missus. Nice. Nice. Well, I um, I went to bed with a migraine. Nice. Good plan. Uh, and that, that was it. Well, we, we, we streamed PUBG, so we did a few hours of PUBG. Got the win in. The, the, the uh, I want to say, standard, like, regular win. <laughs> but standard dub. Yeah, obvious, 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 although sometimes we don't get them, but we just ignore that that happens. Anyway, so yeah, we got the wins, did all our daily missions, have no missions left, just wait for more missions. So yeah, after that, we're going to watch some some more Last Chance You on Netflix, but uh, we decided to turn into the Day Family Barbershop and got 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 the old Barnet train <laughs> instead, so yeah, 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 yeah. Um, speaking of extra streams, for those of you who don't know, we have a couple of... A couple 
two different evening streams coming for you this week on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. Um, so today, obviously, is Wednesday. Uh, we have the scoop right now. We then go into Masters of the League. That's your PES 2020 PC Master League. Fully modded extra kits, extra stadiums, all the ma magic and stuff that comes with that. So we have that following this. But then at 6 p.m. tonight, myself and Danielle will jump on for part three of our Mafia playthrough so we're playing through mafia 2 uh we'll give you a quick uh verbal uh, verbal recap before the stream uh, at the start of the stream so if you've not seen it before we'll give you an update so we'll play through that 6 p.m tonight we then have the scoop and more pubg tomorrow um but then tomorrow night we have the opening night live uh live watch along the icu watch along of opening night live so for those who don't know gamescom is europe's biggest games event usually there'd be a bajillion people including me and bib walking into an event not hall multiple halls it's basically i think the nec but on steroids so that happens in cologne in germany and that that would be happening this week it's not obviously covid has got it in the way but gamescom is still having their opening night live show which is hosted by jeff keely and will feature a shit load of games that's actually our first story we'll jump into that in just a second um but we will be watching that live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads right here for you guys. So you can jump in and watch along with us. couple of messages on that. Um, the show starts at half seven. So we will be live from around seven. So we can have a little bit of a, a chat to talk about what we expect to happen, what our predictions are, what we think we will or won't see. Um, and then the, the show finishes around 10. So we'll obviously we'll, we'll go through all of that and wrap up our ideas at the end. Um, but we will be joined by a Mr. Ben Ward, a.k.a. Act yeah, Winst yeah. Uh, Winstano on Twitter, who is, uh, I think he's, what's what's the phrase? Editor-in-chief. There we go. I was like, I was, like, I, I was one of these ones. What was the phrase? I think he's <laughs> editor-in-chief of Next Gen Base, um, which is uh, after the scoop. The best source of news on the internet for video games news after the scoop, obviously. Sorry, Ben. Obviously. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> um, oh fuck, not Ben. Definitely not watching. Says Mister T. Yeah, you know, you know. Um, um, so yeah, I mean, t t do you know what? Yeah, yeah we would we would have asked Mister T, but Mister T is 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 too VIP now. He's is is currently like. You know, setting it's too expensive up. for us. Yeah, he is, he is, he is, he is, honestly. Just because he hangs around with NBA ballers, PGA golfers and that, fuck's sake, honestly. He used to be, he used to be asking from the block, honestly. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still asking from the block. Anyway, anyway, uh, so yes, that, that's the first thing. We'll be live for opening live tomorrow from around seven with Mr. Ben Ward from Next Gen Base. As well as that, we also have... Uh, we're resurrecting something that doesn't seem to happen. Uh, uh, why is Graham's head so big? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> that's just that's just my head. That's just my head. Um, so we also are resurrecting something that doesn't just happen anymore. It used to happen all the time. Around 2016, if you watched E3 or Gamescom or any conference, you would get bingo cards. Um, so we've decided to make the Ice Cream Uploads live watch-along bingo cards. And because there's going to be three of us on the show, myself, Bib, and Ben, We've got three different cards. Uh, each one of them will have different things on them. Um, and then we are going to share those cards on social media as well. So we'll post them out a little bit later on today. Um, uh, they have been designed by me, so if they look shit, that's why. Uh, they're not proper ICU standard <laughs> because... They look no, brilliant. Yeah, but where'd you get? I know, I know. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, so... Uh, yeah, we will share those on social media later today. So if you do watch along and you want to play ICU bingo, then feel free to do that. There is no prizes, just bragging rights for being the fact that, yeah, I'm playing on card three and I kicked you in the air, card two. 
It's like it's like it's like Fall Guys with yellow yellow team and so on. Nobody wants a yellow team. Whatever whatever card is yellow team card, that one is bibbies. Uh, I, I'm I'm full on red red team all the way. Yeah 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 yeah. Um, uh, just to keep looking back at the chat and just seeing. Uh, why is Graham's head so big? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Um, my. If you if if that's just general comments, then it's because I have a massive cranium. It's to hold in all the IQ. If it's a, if it's a comment about the camera setup, um, then new cam, yeah, new cam. Although that was new last week, so I've seen this before. Newish now, newish cam, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's jump in. So obviously we're talking about opening night live. That will be tomorrow night from around seven pm. We'll be watching that live uh, on the channel. Um, and that's also the first story of the day. So if you don't know what opening night live is, obviously we'll give you a little bit of a verbal uh, bring up speed then. But that's not enough. So we'll go uh, all the way. Um, well, before we jump into that, crystal clear, is it the Brio? It's not. It's a Sony A5100 with a, uh, a Niwa lens. So basically, sorry for everyone that was ready for the opening night live story. I, I like to talk cameras and tech shit about the setups. Uh, Shogun always does this to me. When I'm streaming, he'll jump in and then my stream will be derailed and we'll just start talking about tech and what to do for students. Anyway, um, it's, it's, the, you, you get the Sony cameras, so there's an A5100 and, and so on. The A5100 is kind of, it's a decent camera with a flip-up screen, a D, uh, DSLR um, mirrorless camera, so you can keep streaming uh, with it. But the lens, if you were to buy this lens from Sony that was fully automatic, like automatic focus and stuff, it'd be about 500 quid. I bought one from Niwa, which is like a, a cheaper brand. It's like 50 quid. Um, the difference is it's crystal clear when you sat where you should be. So you see, every, I've got this nice bokeh effect where everything's blurry in the background. Um, if I move backwards, I'm not going to stay in focus. I will go out of focus. So you see now it's not crystal clear and it's better. And then I move forward again. It's not crystal clear. I have to be sat in the range. So yeah, that, that's what it is. That's what it is. Anyway, let's jump into the news. Um, so opening night live will feature 38 games and will run for two. So this week's opening night live will be a meaty show with a ton of games. Host Jeff Keighley has confirmed that opening uh, the Gamescom opening night live, which takes place this Thursday, will encompass 38 games at a runtime of two Though it is associated with a German event, the show is being produced live in Los Angeles. There won't be a studio audience, however, which is expected given how risky public gatherings can be in the midst of a pandemic. Of the 38 games included, some will be entirely new reveals, and most will be updates on existing slash previously announced games. Over the past few days, Keeley has been confirming uh, uh, a new... I think that means I think that should be a few. Okay, I'll start again. Over the past few days, Keely has been confirming a few of the big ticket reveals at the show. Uh, the list so far includes a fresh look at Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, the season two reveal for Fall Guys, new Star Wars Squadrons gameplay, as well as new trailers from Doom Eternal, Destiny 2, Mafia the Definitive Edition, Spellbreak, and more. You'll be able to follow the show on YouTube and Twitch uh, beginning at 7 p.m. UK on Thursday, August 27th. There you go. So that is what opening night live is. Um, uh, spoilers, spoilers. Uh, some of the stuff in there might be featured on the ice cream uploads bingo cards. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. <laughs> the, thing, the thing with bingo cards, one of the things that I've noticed that, like, because doing a little, I said research, quickly searching on Google to see um, uh, how people had used bingo stuff before. What people tend to do is have one bingo card and share it with everyone. That means everyone's playing the same game, which is nice because if you just sat on your own watching the stream, you can go, did, 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 yay. But we're thinking 
this year more than ever, you're more likely to be sat indoors with other people um, because, you know, COVID and that. So we thought we'd make three different bingo cards so we have a little bit of a competition between ourselves. And that way, if you are watching it along at home, you have three uh, things that you can compete against yourselves. But uh, yeah, don't know if you heard that bit. Um, opening Night Live will feature 38 games. It'll run for two hours, starting from around 7 p.m. tomorrow. Um, will include Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, the Season 2 reveal for Fall Guys, new Star Wars Squadrons gameplay, Doom Eternal, uh, trailers from Doom Eternal, Destiny 2, Mafia Definitive Edition, Spellbreak, and more. What are your thoughts? Massively excited to see what's coming from the Star Wars Squadrons gameplay because the first trailer that we saw maybe about four months ago looked insane. The 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 noise, uh, sorry, the audio on it was just on point. It just sounded amazing. It looked amazing. I can't wait to see more of that. That will be the game that I look forward to seeing more of. <clears throat> just looking at the list, I mean, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Yes, obviously, signed me up for some of that. Um, we've already had leaks and bits about that yesterday. I think the trailer is is that due tonight? The trailer, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's 6pm-ish tonight uh, I don't know we'll, uh, if someone has the details to hand of exactly when it is then please share so so I'm, I'm signed up for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War but we'll have seen some stuff before tomorrow's show anyway um, Fall Guys the season 2 reveal uh, yeah, I'll take it I'll take it I don't dislike Fall Guys I just I think I'm 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 I've played a bit. I got my win, and I'm and I, that, I was kind of done with it pretty quickly, more more quicker than everyone else. Um, so, what will season two really give us? Is it going to be just more skins for your for the jelly bean people, dudes? Uh, for your beans, is is it going to be skins for the, skins for the beans? Sounds like a euphemism. Yeah. Um, or is there going to be new levels? Um, so, I mean, I'm 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 open to that, but I'm not overly excited about that. Star Wars Squadrons, I agree completely. Uh, Doom Eternal, yeah, yeah. Destiny 2, um, <laughs> I probably won't touch it. I probably won't touch it. And I'm, I'm, once again, I'm not against Destiny 2, but I'm, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't play it. Uh, Mafia, yes, definitely. But I mean, it's already in the bag. We're going to be playing that. Spellbreak, the only person I know that played Spellbreak is Bib, who played it before it was even released, like in Alpha or whatever it was a million yeah. years ago. Um, I've still got it installed. Uh, so I get, the, I, I, I get, I've still got it installed, so I can have all like what is going on with my uh, underneath. Uh, look at the state of this. <laughs> um, can't wait to get that cut on Wednesday. Oh God! Pull it all it's back just down getting worse. to where you just pulled it. Pull it all flat down and then put your cat. What are you in a fringe like yeah. this? There you go. There you go. Baby, it's even worse. <laughs> Baby, that's even worse. <laughs> there we go. The shambles. Uh. Jeep I know, tell me about it. Jeep on it, yeah. Range Rover Fringe. <laughs> uh, morning, um, Mr. Dad and Lad Gaming. Welcome in. Welcome in. Yeah. How you doing? The, the, um, I forgot what, what we were talking about then now, because uh, of my Fringe. Spell break. Yes. Um, I got the Alpha. I was uh, included in the Alpha maybe, I don't know, a year ago. Um, so it just constantly updates on my Epic Store. Uh, so I dip in like maybe once a month. Um, it was probably even longer than a year ago. It's just, yeah. a, a particularly with the last three to six months, seeming like four weeks, but also a lifetime <laughs> at the same time. It's a brilliant game. Like if you if you're massively into your battle royales, it's a massive like as far away from a battle royale, uh, your expectations for a battle royale. Uh, anyway, it's fantastic. You have to use 
uh, elements and spells, obviously, because it's called spell, uh, spell break. So if you wanted to throw down uh, like a river of water in front of you, so when people jump on it, it'll take a little bit of the health, but then you can throw uh, electricity on top of it to take even more health from them. So just using little elements like that, um, it's, it is a really, really good game. The only thing that I'm not too sure about is the flying. <laughs> That's the thing that I can't... It's like double jumping and things like that in Call of Duty. I hated that stuff. So the fact that you can jump about 40 foot in the air uh, and fly around whilst my my aiming on the mouse isn't the best. I'm not the world's greatest on PC. So it becomes incredibly difficult. But if you are a fan... It looks like Zelda. Basically, it looks like Zelda, but in a Battle Royale game. See, I... I remember you giving me an invite to it or a code or something way back when, and in true Grand Day fashion, I did play it. Um, um, but it it kind of looked like the game that inspired. There was a there was a thing probably eight months ago, maybe 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 a bit more or less uh, in PUBG where they had uh, PUBG Fantasy Battle Royale. So it was PUBG but with crafting, um, and you had four different classes. So basically, like the uh, the the mage, the um, uh, like the, the archer and kind of like it was they were they weren't called that but they were like the standard sort of like uh, classes that you'd get in fantasy games anyway it was fantasy battle royale so you went in you spawned uh, you found gems and stuff which helped you craft and improve your weapons which then improved your abilities and so on mm. in game and that looked kind of like what spellbreak was but but yeah inspired by spellbreak I think is the way to put it but in PUBG style excuse me. <clears throat> So what do you guys think, uh, anyone in the chat, if you are, well, first things first, will you be watching in Gamescom opening night live? Next thing, will you be watching it here on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads? And then the final thing, um, what do you expect to see? Obviously, we know we'll have um, the likes of the CODs, Fall Guys, Star Wars, Squadrons, and so on. Um, but where did it, did it say it? Of the... 38 games included. Some will be entirely new reveals, and most will be updates on existing slash previously announced games. Does anybody have any predictions on what the new reveals will be? Is there anything that you would like to see? Obviously, I'd be interested to see what, what people are saying. Do, yeah. you have, do you have any ideas of, of what the new things could be? Do we, do we expect more from Xbox? I mean, if Halo isn't coming, um, they don't really want to talk about Halo because it's not going to be here at mm. launch. Do, are we going to expect to see Halo changing the conversation to try? Oh look, forget the uh, forget the bonfire over there. Look at this this shiny new thing. It's like yeah, I kind of expect that. Have you got any thoughts on what we could be seeing? Uh, I think we. Uh, I don't know. Thirty. It says thirty-eight games for two hours. Ah, uh, I don't want to. Uh, maybe a, a, is that is it too soon for Zelda? Um. It could be. I th I I'd be kind of feeling that's something Nintendo would say for their own. Yeah. Own that's thing. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Any anything Mario or Zelda related. I don't know though because this is we've we've no E3. I I think it's too. I think something like that is too big to unveil on a Nintendo Direct. I feel like they want to give a little bit of a floor space for something Nintendo. Because I mean, last year at Gamescom, one of the biggest stages there was the Nintendo one. Um. So the fact that they haven't got the floor stage at E3. I mean, Nintendo do do always go big with stages, just like, I mean, all of the first parties. Nintendo, Sony, and Xbox tend to go massive with their big stages at the show anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was I was undecided when it comes to Nintendo. Uh, I mean, that's the 
brand that I have the least um, affiliation with as a gamer. Um, my likes generally align more with PlayStation and Xbox than they do with, mm-hmm. with Nintendo. Um, so that that will show when it comes to the um, the opening that like bingo cards. There's not much from a Nintendo standards on there in terms of I don't I'd, I want the cards to have like some things that are fun, some things that are obvious, so that people get some stuff to tick off. But some things that might be a bit left field, but could happen. But I wouldn't want to just kind of like do do things that I don't want people to be sat there with only three things ticked off on the card by the end of the show. Going, well, that was shit. <laughs> so yeah. so Nintendo is is kind of like something unpredictable for me. I'm not I'm not sure. So yeah, I kind of uh, uh, kept away from Nintendo bits there. Show says it's not going to be anything massive with that amount of time and that many games. I mean, you say that. 38 games over two hours. Um, the Xbox conference had like, was it 24 games in one hour? Um, so, I mean, there's the potential for for that to be in there quite quite easily. I mean, it, it depends. It depends. Because obviously spreading that out, that's 16 games in an hour. So if Xbox can do around 24 games in one hour, actually, I've, I've got uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 23, plus then they had their pre-show build-up, which had another four in there um, that at least. So... So 23 games inside an hour for the Xbox thing. With that, we could be looking at 46 games. So 38 mm-hmm. games actually gives them a little bit of padding time. The difference is, is that Xbox were including in that some montage stuff. So you got like a, a FIFA and a Madden and a whatever, all in one trailer. So that was three games in three yeah. minutes, which obviously it's not going to fire off at that uh, speed. So I imagine 38 games... I imagine we'll have the intro. Jeff Keighley is obviously going to bring out some industry buddies, whether they're pre-recorded or Zoom calls or actually social distance in the studio. There will be some of that taking place. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can imagine 38 games will will get some bundles. That might include a recap of this has been announced and we might get some montages where we have smaller games or, or indie games maybe that are kind of thrown into a quick highlight reel. Um, so that they can save more time for the bigger games. But yeah, 38, depending on how that is, I mean, that number could be 38 games that we sit down and talk about or just 38 games that that, that you see briefly on screen for 10 seconds. Um, numbers is numbers, and it, it, yeah, stats could be due to... Jeroen! Hey, Yurit! How's things? Yurit. How's <laughs> things, love? All right. All right, mate. Uh, Luke, will you be watching Opening Night Live? Will you be playing bingo with us? Uh, we've... Just announced that we haven't shared the uh, the uh, bingo cards yet, but but we just announced that we'll be watching it live with Mister Ben Ward um, and all you guys because you're all going to be here, right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, anyway, speaking about Gamescom opening night live games and what games will be included with it uh, within it, one game that we did mention uh, in that list, well, in the article, uh, was Call of Duty Black Ops, which links us nicely in to our next bit of news. If it shows up on screen, there we go. Sharif Saeed for VG247 says, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War seemingly won't offer free next-gen upgrades. Uh, I haven't read this article, so I could be either going way off tangent or just taking the uh, um, the thunder of the article before it even gets a chance. Um, this is uh, I, I was wondering when this was going to happen. So we've had Cyberpunk 2077 saying next-gen will be free. Boom. 
We've had other games that have had uh, issues around it, so like Control, say Next Gen will be free for specific purchases and things like that. I was wondering which games would come out and not offer Next Gen upgrades for free, because uh, some would would were definitely going to do it. And obviously, the smaller ones, that's most likely, but the bigger ones, you kind of feel they don't have the freedom to do that. I wonder who's going to be the first one. But if this article uh, is... As the title kind of suggests, it looks like Activision could be the first one that's stepping out and going, okay, this is our big title that makes a ton of money, that sells a shitload mm -hmm. of copies, but you have to buy it more than once. It could be. Let's see. Let's jump in. Um, it looks like players hoping to migrate their Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War copy to next-gen consoles will have to shell out a bit extra. As part of today's big Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War leak... Uh, this was yesterday, by the way, um, which originates from the new Warzone patch. Three different editions for the game have been unearthed. The details were uncovered by COD Tracker and Leaker at BK Tour, uh, who dug up the various in-game hooks and some images relating to all three of them. The thinking is that the follow is that following tomorrow's Black Ops Cold War reveal, all three will go live for players to pre-order them. They are the Standard Edition, the Cross-Gen Bundle, and the Ultimate Edition. No prices for any of them have been revealed, but the existence of a Cross-Gen Edition implies that Activision won't be offering players free upgrades to PS5 and Xbox Series X. The publisher has yet to officially reveal any of those details, of course. Um, Pre-ordering any of the three versions grants early access to the open beta, which does not have a date, as well as immediate unlock of Frank Woods for use in Warzone and Modern Warfare. Woods' voice lines were datamined weeks ago, so that part was expected. Woods comes with a unique assault rifle blueprint also for use in Warzone and Modern Warfare. Outside of that, pre-ordering also grants you 10 tier skips in the Battle Pass. All of these bonuses are under the Confrontation Weapons Pack banner. Uh, the Standard Edition includes the full game and the Confrontation Weapons Pack when pre-ordered. The Ultimate Edition also comes with the full game next-gen upgrades, i.e. the cross-gen bundle, as well as another pack dubbed Land, Sea and Air. This one includes three operator skins, three vehicles and three weapon blueprints. It's worth keeping in mind that the cross-gen bundle may simply be an add-on players could purchase separately at any time, but right now it's only showing up as part of the Ultimate Edition. If you're looking to spend even more, you'll also find a Battle Pass bundle that includes the base game, with one season battle pass as well as 20 tier skips. This is similar to what you could buy right now for Modern Warfare. In case you missed it, the full description for Black Ops Cold War was dug up as part of the same leak. Uh, the synopsis confirms the return of Woods, Mason and Hudson and that the game is a direct sequel to the original Black Ops. So there you go. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War seemingly won't offer free next-gen upgrades but does have three different versions. Bip. Mm-hmm. What say you? Uh, well, this is, I think this is slightly different from the Control one that we talked about last week because the Control one was a game that was out previously that isn't get that you have to repurchase again to be able to play it on the new gen. Whereas this, seemingly, if you pay the difference, it looks like it's like the the two K NBA one. I think if you pay hundred pounds, or is it seventy pounds? I can't remember. But it's seven. Is it? Oh, I can't remember the, the price scale. So they had the one that you can buy for PlayStation Four and Xbox One, and then they say that's forty-five pounds. There'd be the next-gen cross-gen one, which I think was seventy pounds. So you could just pay like the full game and half to be able to get it on the other one. And then there was like the Super Deluxe Edition for like hundred quid, shall we say? So I think that I think that works now because you know what you're getting into, rather than have it like the control one where it came out. 18 months ago and then you'd have to rebuy the whole game again the ultimate edition to be able to have it moved forward i think 
this is this is good coming out now to give you an indication of which one you want to buy if you want to play this on your new console. I think this is the right way to do it. People will be livid, um, obviously, because they don't want to pay for the game twice, which is, I assume, why they're giving you the option. We don't know the prices of them yet. All I'm going to say is that they've never been cheap <laughs> when you buy buying ultimate editions of Call of Duty, especially when it came to the, not the last one, the one before where you got the Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered and you could play online with that one as well. I think, was that like £110, I think, for the ultimate edition of that one? Yeah, something like that, yeah. So I think given a timeline to say if you was to pay £75, you could buy you could play it now, but then when the new game comes out, you can play it on that. I think that's setting the setting the expectations now before you buy it is the right way to do it. Obviously, the control one we've talked we've talked about previously, that's a completely different ball game in my eyes. Um, because the game came out and there was no indication that this will be available on the new console. Now it is. You'd have to rebuy it again. Whereas this one is telling you straight away, if you want to play it on the new one. This is the price it's going to be, and I think that that expectation this early on, before the console has even been announced, when it's coming out, is probably a good move from their part. I know people are going to be livid, um, but you can't please everyone, unfortunately. I just think the transparency now is perfect, really. Yeah, that, it's it's a tough one. It's a tough one for Activision because you kind of damned if you do, you damned if you don't, uh, in essence. So if they'd have just come out with a standard edition. Um, that upgrades free of charge. That's that's a cost that they have to put together in terms of developing next gen. Do they just do they just buy into all of that cost? Do they eat, eat it all, take it all in terms of okay, we're going to absorb the cost. You're not going to pay anything. Obviously, Cyberpunk have committed to do that with um, uh, CD Projekt. have committed to do that with Cyberpunk, but that's that's kind of a one-off game that's going to last for years, as opposed to one game that comes out and feeds. A yearly cycle, a behemoth. I mean, Call of Duty, obviously, Activision earns a lot of money with Call of Duty, but it doesn't necessarily mean that, um, oh, well, they can just afford to absorb anything. Um, so they've gone, okay, we, we want to make a next-gen version. We want to make a current-gen version. That requires more time, more hours, more staff, more QA, all of that sort of stuff. So there's cost to it. Rather than just going, oh, yeah, we can absorb that cost and then make less uh, in the game, because I mean, mm. cost, cost doesn't just come out of profits. Cost can come out of hours and time. Okay, we'll absorb the cost to make the next gen thing for you. If they're using hours to do that, they don't have a magic money tree. Uh, so they go, okay, well, we either lose profit, or we, or it's a mixture of losing profit or um, losing hours that they could put into other things. So yeah. it's quite often, if you want the next-gen stuff at a free price, you can get it, but you, you don't realise that you're actually losing out on potential other stuff that could have been in it as well. By yeah. having a standard edition, it's okay, you can just get in, you can just play. By having the ultimate edition, okay, you can get in and you can get your free remote control car or whatever kind of gimmicks that they put in it. Um, we just become best friends. Yep. Skills, thank you very much for the follow. Welcome into the stream. Good morning. Uh, so having the standard edition gives you the ability to get into the game. Having the ultimate edition gives you the ability to get in. Go pow. The cross-gen bundle is what I would have had as being an ideal for the industry standard going back before smart delivery was, was announced. The industry standard for the last gen was buy the game and buy it again. Apart from Assassin's Creed said you can get the next one for 10 quid. If you if you just put the disc in, you can buy it for 10 quid. Bosh. That's it. That's your update. You're like, 10 quid as opposed to 50 quid? I'll take that all day. So if I was getting £10-ish for an update before all of smart delivery conversation, that was good value for me. Um, so, yeah. so forgetting what everyone else is trying to force as norms in the industry, if, if Call of Duty say, look, that's, that's fine, that doesn't work for us, you can pay 
to play and it will be forward compatible you can play your your this version on the next gen but if you want it with all of next gen graphics and and the ray tracing and all of that stuff you need to buy the cross gen bundle which is effectively 10 pounds more if it's that kind of thing then i'll be like okay well that's fine because then i'm yeah. getting i'm getting all of the all singing all dancing stuff and if like the eiffel says if they have the standard edition and the cross gen bundle is an is an add-on that, that unlocks that sort of stuff that you can buy separately. So if I can just go, actually, I only want the standard edition because I'm not going to get a next-gen console. Why would I want to spend the 10 quid? Life changes. Yeah. I get a next-gen console, and I think, oh, well, I don't want to spend 50 quid now on that. If I can just spend the 10 quid that I'd spent previously, that that just that's just an all-round win for me. Yeah, let's not forget this. We are, we are going to see a price increase on video games, I'd say within the next year, if it's not already going to be included uh, with the new gen stuff anyway. We, we featured um, an article maybe a couple of three months ago, maybe two months ago, stating that the prices of video games has been the same for about eight to ten years. So the fact that we've gone up in a generation and there's been no price increases, we should expect that anyway. And a lot of people did expect it again. And a lot of people was pissed off that they're going to have to pay more for a video game. But if you've not had a price increase in the video games, video games cost a hell of a lot more now to make than they did 10 years ago. Um, and we're going to start feeling the benefits of that fairly soon anyway. So these cross-gen um, compatibility issues that we're going to be starting to face, we are going to have to pay for that uh, eventually. Uh, and it w- I wouldn't be surprised if we are going to start seeing them fairly soon. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's pretty, I think it was even longer. I think it was like more like 20 years. We've not really had a, a price increase in um in in video games i know we've had like some some increases but in t- i think it was like in terms of um inflation realistically there hasn't really been any increase in video games over that time despite them offering more um so yeah but but people don't want to spend more understandable understandable um but yeah if you want better then you have to pay for better uh good morning guys i'm from brazil says skills uh good morning good morning is, right, it, is it morning in brazil um I know Argentina wasn't too too different time wise. I don't know what Brazil is like, but anyway, good morning, welcome, welcome, dude. Uh, Jenkins, what's good, lovely people? I just came morning, by Jenkins. to complain over that BS mini golf. BS, thanks, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, mate. I'll get that put in practice in for you anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, seven forty-four a.m. right now. Oh well, very early morning. Um, we are currently talking about. Call of Duty Cold War, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, that is. Um, it's not going to offer a free next-gen upgrade from what it appears inside a leak uh, by Contractor and, and at BK Tour. I don't know if that's his name pronounced correctly, but um, within their data mining um, new patches or, or whatever, was it a new patch? A new... Yeah, a new Warzone patch. They've data mined that there will be a standard edition uh, of the game, a cross-gen bundle um, and an ultimate edition. Um, th- three different pieces of artwork within the game signifying that. So if you are looking to play Call of Duty going forward, it might be worth investing in a cross-gen bundle that will probably cost you a few pounds more than the standard standard edition, or hopefully, if it costs a shitload of pounds more, then fuck this shit, I'm out. And that's when they start to get the, the backlash. But, uh, well, it's Activision. I mean, if if you're expecting one company to get the pricing structure wrong uh, and, and start a backlash, it will be Activision. So there we go. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, obviously, it's 6pm-ish, I think it is, tonight. The uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War reveal does take place. Um, so we will see. Probably a little bit more then. And I've just sat up because Chappers have just resumed poster check. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Um, uh, good morning, VFM Evertonian. Um, 
I mean, I, I don't know if you were here yesterday. I did ask the question: Is it Evertonian or is it Everton Ian? Because I mean, both are possible. I just, 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 just want to know. Want to know? Um, speaking of which, I couldn't beat Bibby overall, but did anybody beat my third round score of nineteen? Pass. Bid. I think my best was twenty. <clears throat> Uh, it's both. It's both. Oh, there we go. There you go. Playing words. Um, good morning. Good morning. Uh, so is is nineteen? Is that nineteen under? Yeah. So nineteen shots. Yeah, yeah. He played in nineteen shots. So my best oh, was okay. twenty. But it's over four rounds. <clears throat> so if it's if you he done might have done really well on his third round with nineteen, but then the other one's got twenty seven. <laughs> then he obviously is out of it then. My name is Ian, and I'm an Evertonian. Oh, there you go, there you go. Um, see, this is this is golf. I would have known. I mean, I wouldn't have known. I only yesterday figured out how to name, how to say I'm I'm six under there. Uh, but like, so so when someone brings in a nineteen, what is this? So yeah. <laughs> nineteen is is not the minus. That's over. <laughs> well, yeah. no, that's shots. That's I, can't, I don't know what the par is on that because it's only nine holes. Uh, mini golf, so I'm guessing the par might have been 18. Um, well, maybe 20. Can't remember. I don't know. Anyway, I think I won it. <laughs> <laughs> I think my last two rounds were brilliant. Uh, I think I got evens on both the, on the last two rounds, so I think I ended up finishing like six over. Um, but then there was some there was people who was getting like 36 over. It was a really difficult course, like really, really. Difficult. It's mini golf. What do you expect? I saw. Um, I tuned into you streaming something on the weekend. Oh, oh, oh! Maybe the precursor to this, and it was basically like a, a crazy golf sort of like mini golf thing where it was a mega dip down to the left, and then a little hill going up round to the right kind of thing, and you kind of got stuck in this dip thing. Uh, and every time you were hitting it up, it was just coming straight back down. Yeah. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I think that was the seventh hole, and I think that's what a lot of people have had problems with. <laughs> um, so, so can you create the mini golf courses as well in game? I can. Yeah. Uh, well, we anyone can. Uh, I've literally just been using everybody else's because mine are shit. Um, so can, everybody can else can make stuff in there as well. So could you like? Can I put like what? Props. Could you have like a, a mini golf course with a volcano or something like that? <laughs> uh, not sure about that, but you, you people have been putting like. A plastic flamingos and stuff like that on the on the course and a lot of rock walls in between um but yeah it's it's i i can't get my head around making courses i'd love to be able to make the local one but i can't do it uh, so just leaving it to everybody else could you put a ufo in the course <laughs> um maybe i'm not too sure but I know where we're going with this. <laughs> oh, well, do you know what? If you do want a UFO, then maybe we'll jump into the next bit of news. <laughs> Kotaku UK, <laughs> written by Zach Zvizen. What a name. Um, GTA Online Data Miners find and play a secret UFO mission. Interesting. Earlier this month, Grand Theft, uh, Grand Theft Auto Online received the big summer special update, which added a bunch of new cars, co-op missions, and other small quality of life changes. But buried in this update was a new secret mission involving a massive UFO and the theft of spaceship parts. While nobody knows yet how to actually activate it, a group of data miners used tools to force the mission to start, giving us a look 
at how it works. Well-known data miners and modders, the Gamefile Gurus, were among the first to find a new and large UFO model hidden in the files of GTA Online after the summer update. The new UFO is visually identical to an older UFO model that has been in GTA 5 and GTA Online's files for years. But this new model is much, much bigger, so the Guru team began digging and searching for why this new big UFO was added. Uh, was it a silly easter egg or something more? After a few days of sifting through the files and scripts, the team found a secret business battle mission in GTA Online that used this new UFO model. Business battles are online missions that can appear in the open world of GTA Online in which any player can participate. They involve taking supplies from various locations and groups and bringing those supplies back to your nightclub warehouse should you own one. Uh, doing so will earn you experience and in-game cash and help you build up supplies that you can sell later. Using tools and a lot of trial, of, uh, trial and error, the group was finally able to force GTA Online into activating the mission, allowing them to capture footage of it. A similar situation happened back in 2017 uh, with a secret mission involving an alien egg and crashed ship. It was brute force activated by Team Guru using different variables before players later found out how to trigger the mission legitimately. A member of the Gamefile Gurus explained to Kotaku that this time around the mission was much harder to activate because of how Rockstar now handles hidden missions. Before the egg mission, uh, only one variable in this game's programming needed to be changed. Now over 40 different online and local scripts had to be changed to get the new UFO mission to trigger the team believes rockstar is trying to ha uh, trying harder to hide these missions from data miners um this new secret gta online business battle involves players entering fort Z zancudo the military base outside los santos and then fighting their way into a large aircraft hangar inside this hangar is the new massive ufo model that the game file gurus found also inside a spaceship parts players need to steal and collect these parts and bring them to omega a character who has appeared in gta 5 before and who is obsessed with ufos and aliens uh, for players who aren't able to modify gta online and want to try this mission legitimately nobody is yet sure how to trigger it in fact tgf gurus aren't even sure if the mission will actually act uh, is actually active in game yet or buried deep in the code and waiting for rockstar to eventually activate it the last alien secret mission forced players to complete 600 gun running supply missions before they could access the alien egg event so i expect this mission will also come with some similar to prerequisites 600 plus completed business battles maybe uh, team guru along with other players and data miners are continuing to dig around gt online in hopes to figure out how this secret mission activates and also what reward players will receive once they jump through the correct hoops to access it and complete it maybe finally players will get their very own ufo to fly around in unlikely but not impossible uh, GTA Online is a weird game these days and I could definitely see Rockstar adding an actual UFO to the list of drivable aircraft I want to believe <laughs> interesting I mean I like the fact that Rockstar are trying harder to try and hide this stuff if they're having to change 40 different things or 40 different combinations of the script to try and get this to trigger that makes more sense because nowadays people are just not ashamed to leave stuff in the game for people to be able to find. It's not, I don't think it's that that difficult for the people who data mine on a daily basis to try and get to some of the stuff that we see and get leaked earlier. I like the fact it's taking them a little bit longer. I still find it, I mean, I'm not a video game. We've said this many a time on this podcast. We are not video game developers. I just find it very odd that they leave this stuff in the game, especially when it's a live, um, a live service game that they're able to even get into this anyway. I don't understand how they don't leave it as like a 10 gigabyte patch away from everything. Literally just the only people that can play it 
is in a room boxed off somewhere with no with on a completely different server so they don't go onto the real world one and then when it's already and available it just gets patched in fair enough you might not be able to play the game for 20 minutes but they don't have the access to be able to do it it's it's weird obviously it can't be that easy because they wouldn't just leave it there for people to find it must be a lot more complex than the way that i'm trying to simplify it but it's yeah. I, I can't is... believe it's, it's been this long we've been in video games for what since the dawn of time and we're still managing to get leaks like this before they even come out it just I mean, spoils a surprise for everyone that's the thing though is like this might not be a leak as such uh this might be something that's in the game to play so the the previous one the uh, alien egg thing it was in the game but people only actually found it because because of the files and people were like oh so there's something that nobody's done yet uh, and then they figured out oh actually we could do this all along so the, that's in there already, and the mission's in there already. Could just be a case of the game sat there waiting. So that this isn't this is the developers making making like shelf life, longer shelf life missions in terms of everyone's done all of the stuff that they usually. Everyone's got the penthouses. Everyone's running a drug cartel or whatever that the stuff. Everyone's done all the heists. The people that are still playing it over and over and over again. Let's hide something, but let's really hide it this time so that, that this is a mission that they can do. So it could be that. It could be a case of, rather than it being something that they were planning to have as extra content, I do fully agree with what you were saying, though, um, in terms of quite often developers will go, well, let's release a demo, a first demo, a beta, an alpha for a <laughs> game, um, and then let's just put the entire game in it. Um, yeah. But but why, why is this demo 60 gig? Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking game. And then it's like, I know what the developers are sat there going, how can we stop people from finding this stuff? Let's put it in a folder called Do Not Open. Aha! <laughs> That's the one! Yes! And then suddenly, how do they know all of this thing? How do they know all of yeah. the marketing plans? How do they know what, what characters are going to be in it? What the story arcs are going to be? Um, it was in a folder that said, don't open. Why have they done this? Uh, <laughs> So, but yeah. it, 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 I remember back in the day when you used to be able to put like PlayStation 2 games and PlayStation 1 games into your PC uh, and they used to be able to read the files. So everything that was on the disc was was just literally in file order format. So even if you, there'll be games now that no one's done this with, like, I don't know, was it a South Park game that you could play like Tony Hawk's on or something? Um, but you used to be able to put the disc in it, it'd give you an itemized list of all the files, all the music that's in the disc in different folders, all the assets that get used, and there were just some like random shit that's been placed in there. Don't know whether or not you can do that with PlayStation 4 or uh, Xbox discs nowadays. I don't know whether or not they read like that or they just have anti-copyright on them or whatever. But yeah, it's it's mental that all of this stuff that should be taken off the disc are away in a file somewhere that you shouldn't be able to access until it's live, gets leaked way too early. Yeah. See, see that is is bizarre. I mean, on the, on the subject of the old uh, PlayStation and, and stuff like, that, I remember you, like you used to get soundtracks on on PlayStation games as well. So most PlayStation games you could put into a CD player and just listen to the soundtracks. Yeah. Um, and some some games would do things like say there'd be fourteen audio tracks. The fourteenth track would finish, but then you'd be like, there's still eight minutes left of this audio track, mm. and then you get like three minutes of silence, and then there'd be something else at the end of it. Kind of, it used to be cool. I used to get things like that. You don't get that kind of stuff in digital anymore. So maybe that is what this is. Maybe this is Rockstar's way of hiding little things in there, so we can go. Oh, this is this is the Easter egg that we want. We want people to find. Um, now that they found it, we can now start pushing them towards Nightmare Creatures too. That that's that's one. That's that. I was thinking like there was one. Because remember, you used to get that old, uh, like horrible the PS One 
um, memory card slash music playing screen was that sort of like white blocked sort of screen and you could choose to play it in like a, a dome or a cathedral or whatever to have different audio sound effects and so on. Um, and yeah, me and David were playing Nightmare Creatures and stuff through it. Anyway, um, this could be a case of GTA have had that in for a while. Now people have finally got to it. They might be at the point where they go, okay, we, we can now start pushing people how to actually activate that um, so that people may still play it through. If that is the way it's done, then I applaud stuff like that because it it's not something that happens very often, particularly with GTA. I think as far as I'm aware, GTA don't embrace modding whatsoever um, mm -hmm. in terms of Obviously, anything that's on console, um, yeah, on PC, I, I, I know it exists, but they just kind mm. of turn a blind eye to it, um, kind of thing. But I don't think they actually encourage the modding community, if, if I'm right. I could be wrong on that, I could be wrong. Um, so, so, obviously, on PC, we have the RP servers, but you can't do that on the PlayStation. And it does, it, if you have the RP stuff turned on, it wouldn't let me play the actual version of the game to go online. I had to uninstall 5M to be able to play online on gta yeah yeah and i think that's all um like the rp stuff is community doing community stuff um but gta and activision will be aware it's happening but as long as it doesn't get them in any any legal trouble they'll be like okay we don't condone yeah. it so we won't actually be involved in it we don't want to be involved in it you guys can do what you want and we'll we'll accept it's happening we won't stop you from doing it unless we have to um but but yeah i don't believe that they actively work with modders in, in any sort of way um which then if that is the case i'm not sure that that, that i'm starting to doubt myself i'm thinking maybe this is something the developers are putting as a nice cool easter egg but the only way you find it is by going through modding and if, if you have to go through modding which is something they aren't interested in maybe it isn't something they wanted people to find so i mean i'm i'm hopeful that it's it's wonderful market decision and the plan is that someone finds it and we can all high five and we can all play alien spaceship run together yeah but but is that really what's happened? Has has it just been buried within forty levels of security and someone's gone, Oh well I'm gonna pick through these and get it to there and at the point and then GTA going, Oh fuck. We had we had forty mm. doors that said do not open on them and people still went through them. God Um Yeah, it could be, could be. What's five M? Uh says Chappers. Uh it is the RP server for GTA, so I don't know whether or not you've ever watched Twitch uh, or watched it. So, what, you've ever watched Twitch? You're on it now. Uh, I don't know whether you've ever watched uh, GTA RP on Twitch. Um, like Summit does it all the time. So an RP server is where usually the server's been completely modded to be a specific uh, theme. So the one that I tend to play was the UK one. So everything in the game has been branded to UK brands. So it like uh, a UK police fan. Uh, the police would be wearing UK uniforms. Uh, the shops would be like Asda or Tesco or something like that. And just, it's a completely different thing. So you would take a role of either a civilian, you'd have to get a job. So you could be a bin man, you could be uh, a policeman, you could be a lorry driver or something like that. And you would earn your money doing that. Um, and then obviously if you want to shoot people, you would get put in prison and things like that. It's mad. Uh, nah, I never watched Twitch. What's that? Says Chappers. Well, uh, let me let you into a little bit of a secret. There is something called the internet. Uh, <laughs> go out and find the internet, um, and then once you've found the internet, we can talk to you about something called video games. When you have video games and the internet together, then we'll have a conversation about Twitch. You you do your stuff, come back, let us know, and we'll, we'll continue the conversation then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, speaking about continued conversations, let's move ahead. Uh, oh, oh, get off screen. There we go. Uh, next article 
We started with a little bit of a conversation about opening night live, so let's wrap things up with our fan story of the day, which jumps back into that as Insomniac will premiere new Ratchet and Clank PS5 gameplay this week. A longer, uncut demo is to appear in the Gamescom show. Insomniac will premiere new Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart PlayStation 5 gameplay during Gamescom opening night live this week. Host Jeff Keighley said on Tuesday that the gameplay would entail a longer and uncut version of the demo shown during PlayStation 5's showcase. Uh, during June's PlayStation 5 showcase, there we go. Um, the show is set to start at, skips forward, 7pm BST on Thursday, August 27th, feature 38 games, but focus on titles that have already been announced. Sony Interactive Entertainment announced Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart for PlayStation 5 in June. Insomniac Games creative director Marcus Smith said at the time that the new interdimensional uh, it, that the new interdimensional adventure uh, has been built from the ground up for the next gen console. All of our alien worlds are filled with density and life previously unseen, he said. Ratchet's all new arsenal is more exciting than ever, thanks to the DualSense uh, controller's advanced feedback. Insomniac Games also announced Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales during the PS5 software reveal event, and that's a different story that we're not going to talk about. Um, so, anyone a fan of Ratchet and Clank? Anyone intrigued or interested in Ratchet and Clank? I, um, as I've mentioned before, don't tend to go for cutesy sort of like family-looking games. Um, so, so things that have like cuddly fairy characters as the lead and stuff, I tend to keep away from it. And Ratchet and Clank just got bundled in that uh, sort of thing for me. And I've never, never played it, and I've never been interested in playing it. Um, but the Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart content that was showed in the playstation 5 um state of play in june looked really really good yeah. to be fair that's that that, that was probably one of the games that, that showed off ps5's capability the best out of a lot of them mm. i think uh well the last game well the, in fact the only game that i've really played from ratchet and clank besides either a, a demo or whatever of it was the one that got released on playstation plus for free maybe a year ago or so um it, I think it was the the game was to coincide with the film that came out, and I actually really, really I actually streamed this game as well. I, I think I got maybe sixty percent of the way through it um, before something else came along, and then I never went back to it. Um, but I did really enjoy it. It's just a, an action platformer. Do you know what I mean? It's a, t- a typical game that you uh, this kind of typical game you'd see. It's the new one looks amazing, and I probably will end up picking that one up to play. Um, but yeah, it's. Does it hold weight anymore? Ratchet and Clank, does it hold weight anymore? My my gut is to say yes, because I know a lot of people love it, but with everything that's going to be coming out, is it still going to bang? Has people still got a love for Ratchet and Clank? I don't know. Yeah, see, it's, it's an interesting one. I mean, the world has kind of evolved past it, but also not at the same time. Uh, like, open-worldy... Uh, games kind of were huge and then kind of fizzled out. Uh, platformers, obviously, before that, huge and fizzled out, and and BRs now huge, and obviously we're, there's the fatigue kind of side of that. But they never truly fizzle out. There's always mm. all, all it takes is one change in a way a game is delivered. So multiplayer gaming um, became the norm, but the likes of Call of Duty and so on, which went oh one v one beyond us, bro, yeah, yeah, ah, that that, that was massive, and then it was just kind of. Uh, just playing COD. It's just COD. It's just another COD. But then we get Battle Royales and suddenly Warzone's like the biggest property in terms of online multiplayer game kind of thing. Um, 
So all it needs is slight tweaks to it. I could see Ratchet and Clank being being big in mm. terms of it looked really really good. The game, the gameplay, the the um uh the the visual fidelity of the game, but not just the actions of the controls. How good it looked in terms of visually, but also playing, it looked really good. It's, but yeah, like you say, does it have enough? I mean, when we're talking about Cyberpunk, um. And everyone is more hyped about Cyberpunk, which is coming out on current gen and next gen, uh, but current gen first, and people aren't as hyped about Ratchet and Clank. That it's, it's it's not a console seller, definitely, definitely not. It used it used to get like there was times when Ratchet and Clank uh, and Banjo Kazooie and 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 things like that were were the games that that mm. sold consoles, uh, and you still get that now, but on Nintendo consoles, will it? Do we have the same sort of impact on a PS5 and an Xbox? Maybe not, maybe not. But still, variety is the spice of life, so it'd be nice to have. Be nice to have. Uh, Do you think this is just a home console problem, though? Because the likes of Nintendo, they they're, they're banging out uh, platformers left, right, and centre. I mean, arguably one of the most uh, the most successful IPs that they brought out in well, the successful games that they brought out in it feels like the longest time. Super Mario Odyssey. That that was, it's the quintessential platformer, <laughs> and it's still doing extremely well. So. I don't know. I think it's. I think a PlayStation and Microsoft issue is these types of games now. But when it comes to the likes of Nintendo, you expect those games, and they always seem to do well on that console. I think. I think there's definitely uh, an issue around that. Nintendo have realised that um, shit. We're living on the past. Everything we're doing is 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 from the eighties. Mario was a was a a, a couple of specs on a screen in the 80s is now this massive global profit because they've not just made him more more 3d and give him uh, a few extra characters they've developed the way that those games have improved over time and they've added new dimensions so luigi's mansion and stuff cool game by the way um, so they've, they've changed the offerings and the way that you interact with them it's not just more of the same um and and um i think that's kind of the thing when like you look at how that's that works on PlayStation? It, it doesn't kind of the characters don't really evolve. It's almost like there's a there's a Nintendo have perfected the art of making them evolve so they they can do it. But but Xbox and PlayStation are more scared of of ruining something that was successful in the past, so they mm. try to stick to what they know rather than pushing the envelope. Um, whereas Nintendo can go, do you know what? We've we stuck to what we know uh, and yeah. didn't didn't push the envelope, and it didn't work well for us. So we had to roll the dice. We've learned some really good lessons along the way, and now we can reinvent everyone to the point where Luigi, who was just player two um, in the eighties, now has his own game where he walks around with a vacuum and sucks up ghosts in mansions. Yeah. <laughs> so they they take the chances, but calculate chances, and they know where it work. I think PlayStation and Xbox haven't done that. Um, and they get big success from if they're going to do something new, let's do it with a whole new IP and not tarnish that reputation. Mm -hmm. So they just go, fuck it, we'll just gamble there, but we'll keep the old stuff as it is, pristine. We don't touch it. And it's something I think I think it's probably that. So Ratchet and Clank could be good. Um, uh, it could push the envelope, but it probably won't. I think that's probably it. They will. You will get a good game. It will be well made. It will look amazing, but it won't take you somewhere new. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. If it, if it doesn't succeed, or, or not succeed, it probably will be successful. It's a launch game, essentially. It's kind of almost guaranteed success. But if it doesn't go bigger, like um, then that's probably why, is my thoughts. 
Uh, Luke says, never played Ratchet & Clank, but looked decent enough. If it gets good reviews, it may be enough to sway me. Uh, the nostalgia factor uh, factor is huge at the moment with the likes of Crash and Spyro. Uh, maybe there's decent nostalgia out there for Ratchet & Clank. There is, there is, absolutely. Um, Ratchet & Clank does have, um, probably not to the level of Crash and Spyro, but does have um, a lot of nostalgia around it. I... Um, I think Ratchet and Clank came too late for me as well. So when I'm saying um, the um, that that family cutesy fun factor uh, plays a part in me not picking up games. Um, I, I played Crash and Spyro because it came when I was a bit younger and it was more applicable. Whereas Ratchet and Clank was a bit later on, so I kind of missed yeah. uh, missed that there. But do you know what? I would like it to, uh, to be successful. I would like to see the game. I would like to see the gameplay because obviously we're getting a new um, we're getting new gameplay tomorrow during opening night live hopefully it shows us something new hopefully it's not just cute character shoots guns and does the same sort of stuff that you see in anything else but just in a different setting hopefully we get something nice a nice bit of story or something around it and then and then we'll judge it at that point in time but which to be seen which to be seen i uh, didn't actually call out that article was written by andy robinson for bgt by the way thank you very much for that andy uh, very much appreciated anyway let's wrap things up let's wrap things up it's 10 past 12 almost um, so we will get things off so we can get straight back on again with today's episode of Masters of the League. If you don't know what Masters of the League is, we play Best 2020 on PC uh, and we kick some fucking ass when we do. Uh, we are co-managers of Ashram Plus, myself and Bib, um, and we are trying to push forward in the Champions League. Um, we won our first Champions League game, haven't we? Uh, we played one Champions League game, yeah, and two Premier League games. Oh, did we? Did we draw the Champions League? One? I can't remember. No, we won it two one, I think. Oh well, uh, do you know what? It's that it's that intense, uh, and there's so <laughs> much going on that we don't even absorb the information. But you guys can for us, like I said, we'll go offline now. We'll come back on with the green screens and everything in place for today's episode of Masters of the League. Join us for the journey. We will see you back here about 10 to 15 minutes after we go offline uh, for all of the fun. But before we do go offline, Bib, is there anything you want to throw Yeah. Yes, as per, ladies and gentlemen, if you do have any video game news that you want to, you know, get featured on the number one video games podcast in the UK, if we do so, uh, then do get in contact with us. There's two ways you can do it. First of all, go to social media, search for at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms. The second thing is to get involved over on our Discord. All you need to do is put a link to the article, put your thoughts and impressions. We will then give our thoughts and impressions to the very next show, which will be at what time tomorrow, Mr. Graham Day? 10 a.m. Ish. Big ish. And don't forget, it's our last it's our last scoop of the week. It's only a four-day week this week. Bank holiday weekend for us, so we're taking the extra day. Friday and Monday, there will be no PES content on Friday, no PES content on Monday. There could be content on Friday. There could be content on Monday, but none of the scheduled scoop or Masters of the League content will be happening. There is a lot more content coming, just a few little bits of housekeeping before we go before then. So we have Masters of the League following this. We have Mafia later on tonight, the scoop tomorrow morning, some PUBG gameplay in the afternoon, and then we have opening night live. So there's still a shitload of content to come before we do have Friday off. So make sure you stick around. If you're new here, uh, feel free to hit the follow button. That way you get notified when we go live for every single bit of that content. Anyway, until then, we're going to disappear. We'll be back shortly with today's episode of Masters of the League. And also, didn't, one thing I didn't mention is that we got a new Castola statue and he was named <laughs> the best player in Europe. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, well. um, I mean, you don't see Castola leaving his club after how many years do you? I mean, put in a transfer request to try go to uh, another club. Like, uh, <laughs> messy, messy. Anyway, anyway, have yourselves a fantastic day and stay frosty. Yeah. <laughs>